Hello, and welcome to the rightcome.com podcast, where we help you to make money from your words. Each episode, we'll be sharing tips, tricks, and strategies you can use to make more money from your writing, publishing, and marketing to your fans and audience. Let's get started with your host, Barry J. McDonald. Hi, this is Barry here, and you are very, very welcome to today's podcast episode from rightcome.com. And today's podcast episode is entitled Going Broke in the Guru Casinos. Now, first of all, I want to give credit to this podcast episode to the great Ben Settle because it had been something that he had mentioned recently in an email. And I like the idea of a guru casino, so I just thought I would use it as a subject line for today's podcast episode. Now, many, many years back, me and, well, before she was my wife, Catherine, headed off to the great Las Vegas. Now, I had been working in a factory job for, oh, it was probably five or six years. Um, the American company decided to pack up and decided to head home, and we were all made redundant. So a young Barry, I think I was, what, 22, maybe 23 at the time, was given this check, a redundancy check for a couple of thousand pounds, and I didn't know what to do with it at the time. I was, well, I wasn't young, free and single, but I was young. And um, I just said to myself, what will we do with this money? Now, I probably should have put it in the bank. I probably should have invested it. I probably maybe put it into a house or whatever. But at the time, none of those things were on <laughs> on the forefront of my mind. And I just said to Catherine, where would you like to go on holidays? Now, my wife, Catherine, she is a big Elvis fan. And the probably I don't know why she didn't think of Graceland first, but the first thing that came to her mind was, let's go to Las Vegas. Now, I never, ever thought I've ever gone to Las Vegas, but the more I thought about it, the more I said, yeah, come on, let's go. So I let Catherine take the, the check off to the travel agent and I let her work out all the details. And a few weeks later, we found ourselves landing in New York and then heading on to Las Vegas. So at the time, we were only supposed to be in Las Vegas, I think it was for three or four days, but there was a cock up at the start of our holiday. Um, the flight on the way over to the US was delayed. There was some mechanical errors or whatever it was. So we missed a couple of days at the very beginning. And unfortunately, we lost our accommodation when we arrived in New York. Now, we were tired. We were <laughs> on the verge of having a huge argument. And the thought of getting into a taxi and then driving around New York looking for accommodation was just beyond us at the time. And... Um, Probably, you know, we probably could have got a taxi into, into New York. We probably could have got accommodation very, very easily. But for whatever reason, we just said, screw this. We just head straight on to Las Vegas. So after, you know, going on a flight from Ireland over to New York, I forget how many hours it was, we decided that we were going to stay in New York for two or three hours, have a meal, have a few drinks in us, and then jump on a connecting flight from New York on to Las Vegas. So I forget there was something like another five or six hours of another flight we had, or maybe it was even longer. I'm not too sure right now. But tired and groggy and everything, we got off the flight in Las Vegas. And I don't know if you've ever been to the airport in Las Vegas, but for someone who'd never been to casinos and never been, this is my first kind of really experience of the US. You know, when we got off the plane and we were just kind of walking along with our suitcases, just when I looked on either side of me, the whole way, all the way in through the, the kind of uh, welcome lobby or whatever it was in the airport, it was just slot machine after slot machine after slot machine. You know, it would have been very easy just to, to spend all your holiday money in the airport without actually ever getting out of it because it was just gambling machines all over the place. 
But thankfully we didn't. We got into our taxi and we got straight to our accommodation. And then rather than, you know, I think we got a shot of adrenaline or it was just the buzz of being on holiday or being in America or being in Las Vegas, we decided let's just throw the bags in the room and let's just head to the casino. Now, I think by the time we got to the casino, it was something like two or three o'clock in the morning. And here was me and Catherine kind of wandering around this casino, just gobstruck, just our gobs hanging open, looking at all these amazing things that you could win with the you know with the pull of a slot machine handle you know in some places they had maybe a, a motorbike that was for you know if you got first prize or you got a certain amount of slots on the machine you want a sports car or you want a motorbike and all that and it was funny just walking around just seeing maybe the handful of people and usually there were older people that were sitting up at this time in the morning but they all had their plastic cups full of their coins and they were just feeding the slot machines over and over again and for a lot of those people you know when I think about it now they were probably seasoned people they seemed like people that would probably sit at the one slot machine probably all day and just keep feeding coins hoping that you know eventually they would get whatever the payout was like on the machine however many times it would take cash in before payout I'm sure those people were sitting on those machines all day hoping that eventually they would reach a point where this slot machine was going to cash out and they were going to make an absolute fortune and sometimes that's like uh, as Ben Settle says too sometimes that is like being online you know anyone who wants to maybe create an online business has ever dabbled in internet marketing and has ever given their email address away to any internet marketers will get themselves sent directly to a lot of the guru casinos now the the guru casinos you will find don't have well they probably do have all the shiny lights they probably do have all the background music they probably do all have all the smiley faces where everybody is enjoying themselves everybody is getting paid jacket uh, jackpots and everybody is making a fortune but when you do find you know when you do actually take part in the guru casinos you will find that you seem to be putting a lot of money into all these devices all these pieces of software all these training courses all these reports and you're not really getting paid out on the other side you put more money in and you're getting less money out and you will find if you stay long enough in the guru casino you will find you will go broke and you'll have nothing to show for it now when i think back to when i came online you know i spent a lot of times in those guru casinos i kept buying pieces of software after pieces of software i would buy a piece of software on a monday i would try it out i would try to automate automate social media i would try to grab emails i would try to do something with that piece of software and then come wednesday i would get another email from somebody else would say oh you need to try this report or you need to try this ebook and i would drop that piece of software i would move on to the next thing i would dab around with that for a day or two and then I'd get another email and then I'd be on that email then buying another product and again I was just not taking action properly on the piece of software that I was getting or you know just being totally distracted there was just all these nice kind of bright shiny objects that were coming into my email inbox every day and I was just heading straight off chasing down one kind of dream after another that this one was going to be the one that paid out the jackpot or I get another email and this was going to give me the one that's been the jackpot this was going to build my business this was going to do this this was going to do that and I was just kind of standing in the middle kind of looking left right and center and my eyes were just kind of bing 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 and I didn't know what to do 
And I did that for the longest time. And you will find when you do try and create an online business, you will probably find in the first couple of weeks, couple of months, you will find you will do that. You will be distracted by every email that goes into your inbox. You will believe that every piece of software is going to be the one that you are going to retire on. And you are not going to stay long enough with that piece of software or that information before you're going to jump onto something else. And as I said, I did that for the longest time. And I came to a point where I kind of circled back on myself. You know, I talk about this before in that I was buying pieces of software, I was buying reports, and then it came to a point where I was actually buying stuff that I'd already known. You know, I found somebody was talking about something that I had read about six months ago or a year ago, and this person was having a great success with it in, in that particular thing. And the more I thought about it, the more I said to myself, if I had stayed with that thing for the six months or the year, I probably could have been more successful, but I wasn't. I was distracted. I was moving on to thing, one thing after another. I was almost like someone who was trying to chase maybe three or four rabbits at the same time and trying to capture one of them. But as you know, if you try and chase three or four rabbits, you come away with none. So it's better to focus on one target at a time. So that's what I want you to make you aware of is the Guru Casinos. Now, a lot of these gurus, some do you know, do it purposely to distract you, to take the cash out of your hand, not really caring if you have success with that product or that piece of software. And you will find sometimes you will buy a product and maybe you might come back a couple of weeks later, you try and get back into the members area to download it, to access whatever it is, and you find that web page is gone. And when you think about it, you know, they say at the time when you paid for that piece of software, it's amazing, it's fantastic, you'll be able to retire on it. And yet, that piece of software is gone. That website has been taken down. That domain name doesn't lead to anywhere anywhere anymore. And you have to wonder then, if it was so great, well, should they have not left that website up? Should they have not left a members area that you could still download that piece of software? And should they not be answering any kind of, you know, any support emails that you have? And you will find too, stupidly at the start, you will kind of, as Ben Settle says, you know, if someone is trying to lead you in a panel car with some sweets, uh, there's a good chance you probably shouldn't get into it but a lot of us will go back to that particular person again and we will buy another piece of software off them or we'll buy another report even though we will dismiss the idea of how crappy the last piece of software was how limited the, the support was on it how they didn't answer your emails how that piece of software suddenly disappeared off the members area or you can't find it you can't access it it's all gone but stupidly we go back to those people again and we buy another piece of software another report and even though we think you you know, should I really trust this person? Again, the guru casinos are are very, very good at that, of kind of just misdirection of don't look here, look over there. This is where you want to be. This is what you want to buy. This is what you want to do. And again, you will just go, you know, bankrupt in it. So if I was going to give you a tip or a piece of advice, and it's probably something that I should, I wish somebody had given me, you know, many, many years back, was that if you are finding that maybe you are addicted to bright, shiny objects, you are addicted to one thing after another, you're just reading through sales letters every day, instead of taking action, you know, reading what this promotion is, or who's promoting this, or what's over here, what should I buy here? If you find that you are doing that, chances are good you probably have a bright, shiny object addiction. Now, one way you can come over it, and one way maybe you can slow yourself up in your purchases, is just to think for a moment, what if I don't have any cash to buy this particular thing? Is there any way maybe I could create money from my business that could buy me that report or that could buy me that piece of software? You know, I remember the great Dan Kennedy who was talking about one time, I don't know whether he was going through his divorce or whether he was going through a difficult financial time with his business or whatever, but he needed to raise some cash. 
And what he did was he was thinking to himself, how can I raise the cash but not have to work for the cash? And what he did was he went back to his business. He put some of the prices of his products up. He created new products. He created new training or whatever it was. But that training, those products or whatever coaching he was doing at the time was going to pay for that thing. It was going to pay for his divorce or it was going to pay for a racehorse or it was going to pay for whatever he needed the money for at the time. That money wasn't going to come out of his bank account. It wasn't going to come out of his PayPal account. It wasn't money that he was going to have to cough up and say, if he wanted that purchase his customers were going to buy him that purchase so maybe if you are finding as I said that you're buying a lot of stuff you have a bright shiny object think to yourself you know instead of me paying for this bright shiny object how about my business pay for it and you know wait until you have the cash in your PayPal account to buy that piece of software or to buy that report or to buy that coaching and then, you know, you will find then, you know, if it does take a couple of weeks or a couple of days to raise that money, you never know. That urge that you had at the time will probably be gone. And you'll think to yourself, you know, that piece of software wasn't right for me. I was just caught up in the hype. I was just caught up in the buzz. And now that you have the money there, you will probably find that you'll be more selective of the things that you will buy. And you will also find as well, too, that if your business isn't, isn't you know, bringing in any cash, well, that might be a good sign that maybe you should need to pause right now and have a look at what you're doing because whatever you're doing right now isn't creating money. It's not bringing an income in. So maybe you should go back to the stuff you bought previously or maybe you should go back to the basics and actually build a business that does bring an income in. And then when it is bringing an income in, then buy those bright shiny objects with it. And again, to the benefit of, you know, of, of having your business buy things like that for you is that you are probably going to look at your business and it's going to make you kind of come up with new ideas. Like as Dan Kennedy said, you know, when he needed that extra cash, he had to think, what can I make that I can sell that's going to bring that cash in? And you will find too, probably in your own side, you know, when you look at your business and you think to yourself, how can I raise 30 or $40 maybe to buy that, that uh, PDF document that everybody is raving about? You know, you may say to yourself, well, you know something, I can create maybe my own kind of mini PDF thing. Or maybe I could do a little bit of outsourcing. Maybe I could offer a service. Maybe I could do a little bit of coaching. And you will find that because you are now thinking about, you know, creating money, you'll probably start thinking about creating products. You'll probably think of doing maybe a little bit of coaching. You'll probably think of maybe offering your services, maybe on Fiverr or maybe somewhere else, maybe Upwork or somewhere like that, where you actually get paid for maybe creating content for somebody or installing a website or doing in social media images but you're going to start thinking of ways of making money because it's that money that's going to buy your bright shiny objects and I'm sure if you actually start working on your business that way creating products creating coaching things creating training programs you will you know, the, the urge that you have to buy those bright, shiny objects will be gone because you won't need them anymore because you'll be actually making things that actually make you an income instead of buying somebody's crappy other piece of software that is probably not going to make an income and it's probably going to be useless in six months from now or is going to be some kind of um, shortcut that Google is going to close up or that, that Amazon is going to close up and it's going to be no good to you. You'll probably find that because you're creating assets of your own, you don't need that anymore. And that bright, shiny object, that addiction will slowly fade away. So as I said, keep in mind, you know, if you do find that you're buying a lot of stuff, you're not taking action on it. Are you one of those people who are just hanging out at the Guru Casinos? And as Ben said, eventually you are going to be broke. Your bank account's going to be cleared out. Your PayPal account is going to be gone. You're going to have nothing to show for it but a hard drive full of content that you're not even paying attention to and that is probably useless. 
Think to yourself, if I'm going to buy this thing, how can I raise money to, to purchase this? How can I make my customers pay for this product that I want instead of it coming out of my pocket? And as I said, you'll find it will probably take you longer to raise the money. And because of that, you'll probably look at that product in a different way. It mightn't seem as shiny a couple of weeks from now. And, you know, you might, might, you might find that it's not useful to you. You were just caught up in all the hype. And again, too, you'll probably make you look in your business in a different way because you'll start creating an, an income in a way you probably have never thought about before because you never really thought about bringing an income stream in to pay for anything. So keep that in mind. I don't want to see you going broke in the Guru Casinos like I did for the longest time because there is a way out of it. And hopefully if you just maybe take some of my tips there, put them into action, hopefully that will save you some cash and more importantly, make you some cash. Now, if you are interested in making some cash and if you are interested in something that isn't going to be in a member's area for only five minutes before it's taken down, I recommend you head over to rightcom.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-C-O-M-E.com. Now you're thinking, Barry, why should I head over there? Well, if you head over there today, I have a wonderful free video course, won't cost you a penny, where I'm going to show you how you can make money from your internet history. That's right, I'm going to show you how you can make money, how you can build a following, and how you can create an income stream with something that you are probably deleting off your internet browser every single week. So head on over to Rightcom, put your details into the opt-in box, and I will send the video course directly on to you. So as always, have a lovely day. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like more from the rightcome.com podcast, be sure to subscribe now for more tips, tricks, and ideas you can use to make more money from your words. See you in the next episode.